Hello and welcome to Minter Dialogue, episode number 214. Today is Sunday, the 2nd of October, 2016. And this interview is with Diane Aubry, a French entrepreneur with a wonderful initiative called Glad Trotter. This is a platform that matches guides with tourists looking for roads less travel and tours less typical when visiting cities such as Paris or London. Just six months old, Glad Trotter is an expedient site, very efficient on the mobile. And I enjoyed chatting with Diane about her startup journey and how she's developing the business and driving traffic. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue podcast, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, your host and author of The Mindset, that's M-Y-N-D-S-E-T dot com, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes to the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Minter Dialogue. So today I'm in Paris in the 8th arrondissement and um, the woman in front of me is called Diane Aubry and she has a wonderful startup that I wanted to share with you. And the funny thing is I came across Diane by reading a, an article in the daily free press in the morning called Direct Matin. Direct Matin. And, uh, and there it was. It was an article about how to go around Paris via Pokemon Go. Being a Pokemon Go nut, 20, level 23 for those of you who are into it, I, I was immediately attracted. So, Diane, tell us more about who you are, what your project is, and you're going to have to tell us about this Pokemon Go thing. Good morning. First, um, Glad Trotter is a platform which connects uh, two communities. Uh, the first one is tourists, travelers, and the second one is um, local guides. I created the company a year ago, and uh, the website has been launched in March 2016. That's a very quick. It's a, it only took you about nine months or nine months to, to build out the program. That's very true. It's because we are on the internet, so everything goes very fast. Um, so today you can find 100, around 100 local guides on, on Gladtrotter and around 150 activities on it. So some of them do multiple activities? Yes, sure. Uh, you can discover um, the best uh, bakeries in Paris and why you are running. I mean, uh, we have um, um, artists, we have students, we have photographers. We have um, any kind of people who want to share their, their Paris or their Bordeaux or Lyon. So when I go on to it, can I, ha, how do I do discovery of the guides? Do I say, well, I want a photographic, photographic uh, journey or I want a, a gourmet journey? How, what are the types of ways in? to each of the guys, or is it just like by location? Yes, absolutely. It's only by location. You type your location, for example, Paris, and you have a list of local guides, and then you, 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 you can um, click on categories and uh, narrow your, your search. I see. All right, so right now, um, as I saw it on Glad Trotter, you are in four countries, so France in priority, then there's Italy, Spain, and the UK. That's correct? Absolutely. We, we are mainly in, in France because we are based in Paris, but uh, in the f- near future we want to develop uh, the main capitals in Europe. All right, and so th- the idea is to um, a- a provide for tourists this opportunity to come to a city, have a local guide that's not necessarily a 
tour guide, a classified, you know, whatever, certified tour guide. So I have a local visit with someone who's just going to show off the, the spirit of that neighborhood. Yes, the promise is, is to travel um, as a local and when you when you go to um, um, an hotel or if you go to a, an Airbnb flat, you are disconnected to um, to the local people. Yeah, because if you go to the concierge, more than likely that concierge doesn't even live by that hotel. They had to commute there from somewhere outside of the town, and that's where they live. So when someone says, "Can you tell me which is the really best restaurant to go to in the neighborhood?" they usually have a list that's literally, let's say, guided if not commissioned. For where they should go. Yes, exactly. They, they get, they, they, the concierge in the hotel have a, a list of uh, partners, quite traditional ones. And most of the time, yes, that's true that they are commissioned. So you can book, you know, a Louvre um, ticket or Crazy Horse ticket or a Moulin Rouge uh, or uh, the Bateau Mouche, for example. It's very traditional. Br- bringing something that's back more clothed. <laughs> Just it's more clothed versus you know bateau mouche as opposed to lido and uh, yes. crazy horse, yes. more clothes wearing well worn. Yes, it's, I mean it's, these are you know the the the, the, the must see in Paris. Yeah. But our, our promise, uh, as far as we are concerned, is to show something hidden and personal mm-hmm. and authentic. That's the key word. All right. So how did you come up with Glad Trotter? The name Glad Trotter. I mean, it's it's quite a great play on words. Yes, thank you. We wanted something, something funny, uh, something that the American people, Eng- English people could, could understand. I mean, so we thought about globe, globe trotter, and, and then we, we, we realized that we could have glad trotter. It's not, it wasn't easy to find um, a, a brand name because everything is, uh, which is cool is, is uh, I mean, registered. But you still, well, you, it's, you made up the name. It's a contraction, and and it's dot com, right? It is. It is. It is a dot com, yeah, which is great. So, um, with with Gladstrotter, you've got um, these four countries. You've got the, your your guides, um, and there's this famous story of the Pokemon Go. You got to tell us how how can I do a Pokemon Go tour in Paris? What is this? Actually, I work with millennials, and the guys in my office they are playing at Pokemon Go, but I. I believe that they are not the only ones. So I asked them to create uh, a tour where parents could enjoy and discover Paris with a Parisian. And the kids and, yes, the teenager could have fun uh, by finding the rare Pokemon. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a very enticing idea because, of course, the, when the parents are dragging the kids to the museums, the kids are like, oh, no, not another museum. Uh, but there's no... There would be very little difficulty in getting a kid to walk from one place to another because they know that they're getting miles for their, for their eggs. Yes, absolutely. It's like uh, what we would say in, in French, the carrot. The, the carrot. I don't know if it, right. it does make yeah. sense. We say stick and carrot, sure. Okay. So, uh, so the, the kids enjoy and they are, they are motivated to go. And so in the tour, is it, is it as much about the, uh, the pokey stops and, and really the phenomenon within Pokemon? Or is that just a sort of a, let's say, a, a gimmick to allow for the guide to do proper visiting of what he's looking for or she's looking for? It's a guy, right? It's a boy. He is a guy, yes. He is kind of a geek and expert, you know, is, and he knows everything about, you know, uh, Pokemon. What's his name? Paul, uh, Paul Augustin. There you go. And um, uh, 
so yes, he, he will explain everything about Pokemon, the, the, the history, and I mean, the, the activity is fun, first of all. All right, so Gladtrotter now, uh, Diane, you've, you've now had this up and running since March. What is your business model? How do you make money on this? It's a platform which connects, connects two communities. So we take, uh, we take a, f- um, a fee, uh, which is of uh, 15% of the, the turnover. So it's 15% out of the guide's yes. amount. And so one of the things that I was curious about was the pricing because um, you can go on there and quickly look at pricing and, and you know, when you make a, a visit, you put down Paris and you look down, you see all the offers and the different prices. What is your regard on pricing? Do you curate? Do you recommend? How do you operate? How do you actually ar- arrange the relationship with your guides? We, we observe the, the market and then we, the, the guide is totally free to fix his own price. But what we think that if he's too expensive, he won't get hired, I mean, booked. So we, we can give some example of prices that we have observed, observed on the market, but he's totally free. And now how long does it take for a guide to get signed up on average? I mean, there's you know, probably some toing and froing, getting to understand your business. Uh, it, took, it, took, it takes one minute to, to check in and then there are five steps to register one, one offer so it can take like 15 minutes and then we call every local guide and we have a kind of a half an hour discussion about what it's all about and how, how Gladstone functions and, and yes, that's quite quick. And then at that point you publish the profile? Exactly, we publish. All right, and then um, and you also have a rating ability, right? So you allow for ratings of the guide. Do the guides get to rate the tourists? Yes, the, all the local guides are, are, are rated by uh, its, uh, its clients. So uh, it's the um, it's very important for this kind of website to uh, to give you know the, the 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 reviews to the other clients, of, of course. Did you consider reviewing back so that the guides can review their customers, like Uber? Not yet, not yet. This is a good idea, yes, not yet. Maybe because we we don't have enough clients yet. It's a starting point. Um, What about the marketing? Uh, So, Diane, you've uh, been doing this now for about six months live. Um, In terms of marketing, what are you focused on mostly? Because you obviously have to get guides and populate your guides and on the other hand you have to get customers to come and, and use the guides so what do you focus on most and how are you going about that in your marketing at the beginning we focused of course on guides because we had to create our offer but now that the platform is that we have a lot of guides we focus on on two strategies first of all is the b2c b2c strategy through you know social media and um, SEO uh, optimization because most of the clients came from Google actually now from from now and then we have also um, a B2B strategy uh, we we focus on you know concierge concierge service um, travel agency network and what else I mean all the any kind of companies who could sell our, our offer. I'm sure you, I, I can't ask you, how, you know, what your turnover is and all that. But where are your customers coming from? Are they are they mostly? Well, you said from Google, but then afterwards, the paying ones. Do you have a, already a spin on whether they're mostly coming from the states or from Japan or China? Where they came all from the US. 
They all come from the U.S.? Yes. Well, why is that? Is there, yeah, I mean, it's not because Google is based in California. Is it, I mean, presumably then the English side of your language is the most trafficked? Yes, it's because we ask our, all our local guys to write the offer in English, first of all. Uh, I guess it helped. It, but um, I think that the, 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 I mean, first of all, most of the, 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 there are a lot of people coming from the U.S. in Paris because they love France. So, first of all, and also I, I think they need to be guided. I don't know about the English people, you know, if when they come in France, if they want to be guided by a local, I don't know yet, but uh, for sure the Americans love to be guided. Mm, that's cool. And so in your marketing efforts, what um, first I wanted to talk about the, the platform itself, which I found very ergonomic and nice. Uh, how did you go about making it such a, a, a well-done site? What was the insight or the, uh, the keys to success for making it such a, uh, an attractive ergonomic site? We worked with people with professional, we we we. But a lot of people do that. A lot of people work with professionals, and it's they have horrible sites. So what? I don't know how you manage to do it, but you have a, a wonderful, clean, simple site. And uh, I was just wondering what kind of pearls of wisdom you might have for people who are working with professionals to make their site. What 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 made it happen? For for the launching, we went through a web agency at first called Create. I mean, I mean, it's a, a platform of designers, and we had five proposals of design, and we choose we choose the best one as far as we were concerned. So, uh, and we have a, um, a project manager in Portugal too, who has been working in a web agency for 15 years now. So it's. Yes, they're quite good. All right, so you right now you're based in France. You've got three other countries you're going after. What's your more, most uh, the interesting aggression or you know growth, growth plan? What are you looking for next? We are looking for more guys in France because we need because we plan to work with the concierge and travel agency network, and they ask for more local guys for sure. And we want to extend uh, in in the UK, in Spain, in Italy, in Portugal, and in Germany too. Wherever American wants to, Americans want to travel, is it? Wherever Americans want to Exa- travel. Exactly. So um, you've been in business now six months, Diane. Um, what's been the biggest surprise for you uh, or the biggest uh, negative surprise as well? The negative is that it's not, it's not easy to, to make a website known, but it wasn't a surprise, of course. And the, the, uh, the funniest is, uh, is uh, about... Probably Pokemon Go because this is what we, why we are talking now is it was thanks to Pokemon Go so it's quite funny and some TV you know called us about Pokemon Go so it was it was funny. It's a good hook. So the moral of the story is I think in the end of the day that by surfing on what's happening now you know um, my friend David Meerman Scott would call it newsjacking. You basically surfed on something that's hot. You made it come alive, and it makes you much trendier than the more institutional tourist agencies who who don't even know what Pokemon Go is yet. That's true. That's because we work in a in a startup and with with millennials, so they are they 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 advise us, you know, on what is going on on the internet too. So yes, it's quite fun. Yes. All right. So you're looking for guides. How could a guide uh, get? A, or do the guides have to speak English, by the way? Um, we can have French local guides because 
Hello, that's my telephone. <laughs> French client for the Pokemon Go for you know for teenagers. That's right. Oh, you mean within front within Paris? They were Pokemon Go. They wanted to do the Pokemon Go from Paris. Yes. That's how funny. All right. So um, whether I'm a guide or a consumer that would like to use uh, Glad Trotter, what's the best way to get in touch? With me, with myself. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or LinkedIn, um, and yes, you can find me. Uh, in a concert hall too because I'm, I'm a music lover Beautiful. And, and of course on gladtrotter.com so Diane thanks for coming on the show great to meet you and uh, look for you to either a classical concert or a pokey stop thank you very much thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue show you'll find the show notes on themindset.com that's mindset with a Y where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe If you like the show, please do rate it on iTunes. That really makes my day. Happy trails and enjoy Josh Sachs's Painted Fingers. Oh, fill me with all your colors any different way to rid me of the gray and heal me with all your imperfections that you mention in your lack of
My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.